Cool. All right. You ready, my friend? Uh, yes. Today, listeners, we have a special podcast dedicated to the Focus 55. For those of you that don't know what a Focus 55 is, here's the skinny. A Focus 55 is 55-hour productivity workshop where you focus on one to two goals that will catapult your business in 55 hours. It is a time where we suggest putting off all other projects, goals, or distractions that you may have so you can focus on this one or two things. We will be explaining the structure of the Focus 55, the point of it, and the incredible results that dozens of entrepreneurs have achieved. On the show with me today to talk about this three-day insane workshop is none other than the creator and brilliant mind behind the Focus 55, Noah Everton. Noah created the Focus 55 years ago and has been generous enough to let us use the model at the Entrepreneur House. Now, Noah is also a location-independent entrepreneur for five years. Originally, he started in the United States Air Force on the Combat Air Crew. He was a professional poker player, proud college dropout, and now an entrepreneur and an internet marketing consultant. So here's an episode that many of you have been waiting for, the Focus 55. Noah, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me on. So, Noah, you invented this crazy idea of the Focus 55 a few years ago. How long ago did you think of this? It was just about three years ago, actually to, to the day almost. And it's a pretty interesting story how it began uh, because it came off of uh, me going through a uh, startup weekend in Bangkok. And if you guys haven't heard of Startup Weekend, it's one of the biggest like startup um, kind of accelerator masterminds, the biggest name there is. Um, but I went through Startup Weekend and thought it was kind of a joke. Hi, Startup Weekend people. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> because it, it was it was like people coming up with these dream ideas, and that's what a. Uh, I mean, that's what an idea should be a, a lofty goal, but these ideas, um, and to try to create an app in the weekend that was like a, whoever's prototype kind of mock-up worked the best. And it didn't always mean they had users or the app even was feasible or worked, but if they had a, a prototype, they could win. And I thought it wasn't very like tangible, concrete ideas. And so I decided to make, yeah, the focus 55. Where did the name come from Noah? It came from none other than a man named Jeff Park. And Jeff Park uh, lived with us in Chiang Mai for a little bit, and he was at the original Focus 55. And he, yeah, the, the, it was 55 hours, and I think I, think I called it uh, Startup Weekend But Better uh, okay. was the original name. And then Jeff Park came up with the, the clever alliteration of Focus 55, and it's stuck ever since. So thank you, Jeff. Nice. And so I actually heard about the Focus 55 um, online through a, another forum that Noah and I are part of. And I immediately when I saw it, actually, I wanted to, wanted to do it. And I think at the time, it seems like it was longer than three years ago, but yeah, who knows. Um, it, I think at the time, Noah, like I, you guys had just done one or two in Southeast Asia and then there were people kind of starting to do some in Europe. And I was like, I almost flew to Budapest or somewhere in Eastern Europe because somebody was doing one there. And um, I just thought, man, these things are really cool. Uh, but I never got to one. And how they integrated with the Entrepreneur House, we'll catch up with later. But first, kind of, let's dig into 
what a Focus 55 is. Okay, so uh, Focus 55 is, again, the, the idea of maybe what a startup weekend or any um, weekend hackathon would be, but better and upgraded. And by better, I mean uh, tangible, concrete ideas and goals throughout the, the weekend. Many people that go through it report having done a full month of work just in the weekend. Nice. Yeah. And that's what's incredible and really powerful about it, I think, because like it's it's amazing how much work you can do when you focus on one or two important things. And I think even how fulfilling it is, because I've heard a lot of comments after the Focus 55s we've done um, about how fulfilling the people feel after three short days of just plugging away at this one goal or maybe two goals. So anyway, the very first entrepreneur house, the guys that were staying there all mentioned doing a Focus 55. And so they actually put it together and they set up the goal structure. And that's where we got it from because it was just an informal deal where those guys created a Google Sheet and they were like, hey, let's, uh, let's make a goal and then we'll be a t someone will be the timekeeper and we'll have you know, our check-ins and, and then we'll see how we do. And from that, then we started doing it in the entrepreneur house. And Noah was generous enough to let us use the Focus 55 and also kind of consult us on how to do it throughout the past couple of years, which is, has been really cool. So, so we kind of touched on this briefly, Noah, but do you, what are some reasons people would want to do a Focus 55? So like I mentioned earlier, just the amount of focused work you can get done. Mm -hmm. um, and the reasons behind that um, is the accountability that you get from other people. And then the, uh, the tangible goal setting um, throughout the weekend. So, so every day setting separate goals that truly push you to the edge and in a way, uh, the goal setting is, is uncomfortable, um, but feasible. So that, that's generally not how most of us work. Um, it's easy to get spun, spun, spinning our wheels and not getting, you know, uh, what we could do in 55 hours done in, in less than a month. Um, so also, uh, just, the the network that you build from going with other entrepreneurs to in, in a mastermind like this. Uh -huh. Many people who go through the Focus 55s together um, continue to keep in touch, make their own private masterminds um, apart from Focus 55, and also uh, keep each other accountable in their, in their goals too. Yeah, good point. Let's talk a little bit about the structure. Noah and I just actually completed two Focus 55s for the Entrepreneur House in Chiang Mai. And, and we set it up in a way where we had like a, an instruction meeting and then we had a grounding and goal setting meeting, which was the night before it actually started. And um, everybody got together and we told the group that they needed to create a SMART goal, which if you're not familiar with a SMART goal, it means specific, measurable, approved upon, realistic and timely. And so the goal has to fit those parameters. And so everybody creates a SMART goal for the next 55 hours. And then the group actually approves whether that's a SMART goal or not a SMART goal. And the difference of a SMART goal and a non-SMART goal, a non-SMART goal is like to 
do some things on my website in the next 55 hours. What are some non-smart goals, Noah, that we've heard before? Yeah, one of the number one not smart goals that we do <laughs> is, like you mentioned, doing some things on my website for the next 55 hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's when we work by ourselves, um, yeah, we can make all the lists and, and checklists we, we want, but uh, I generally see personally and, and with, with all my other friends that are working on our own is, yeah, I got to get the logo done. I got to get the about me page done. Before I, you know, before I launch, because what are people going to see when they go to my site? When really, uh, some of the biggest companies in the world have just plain text logos. Um, and uh, the point of, of a business, especially starting out, is to validate it and, and, and grow quickly. So um, what about getting that landing page up, getting those first email signups, um, that type of thing, instead of logos and just general website design. Um, other not smart goals I see are, oh, I'm going to code all weekend. Um, and yeah, writing code all weekend, uh, especially for, for like a, a developer. Um, developers generally enjoy writing code. I mean, at 1 a.m. on a Friday evening or Saturday morning and... So they might be writing code just because they enjoy it. So so they can do that on their own time and write, write, write. But what about, yeah, validating that app idea or getting uh, just the first customers and getting pre-payments, um, pre-commitments uh, for your app. Um, so that's like like a developer, instead of it's not smart goal of writing code, uh, get everything else set up. And then either the front-end mock-up uh, made or like a... MVP beta version going on or alpha version. Yeah. And even getting into more detail, like I encourage people a lot to like bottom line, how many sales are you going to have in the next 55 hours? How much income are you going to create in the next 55 hours? Cause that's what really uh, creates some powerful results when somebody comes in and we had a couple in this past focus 55, when somebody comes into a focus 55 and then 55 hours later, they have you know $2,2500 in sales or they have um, three new customers that they didn't have before and then people are just like wow that's kind of a really amazing thing that happened and they learn a lot from that too we have our goal setting meeting and everybody sets their goals and then the group actually approves of that and what this helps too is helps with communication on how clear you're communicating with the group and even yourself on the goals that you achieve. So we make each person come to the front of the room and announce their goals. And a lot of times, if somebody's not comfortable with public speaking, they'll come up and they'll kind of like have their hands in front of them and they'll just say, in the next 55 hours, I'm going to do some things on my website and set up a sales funnel. We cut that out because we're like, no, that's not, you're not actually enrolling the audience by saying it like that. And so we make them actually say it with confidence and good, strong body language, uh, like Tony Robbins would say it. And <laughs> so then when they announce it to the crowd and the crowd approves that it is a smart goal, then they can sit down and we write it down that that's their goal. And then we each, we have a check-in each day. And at each check-in, we make another goal for the next check-in. And so literally, you know, if your goal is to have five new clients in the next 55 hours, 
okay, what can you do in the ne before the next check-in to be on target with that goal? How many clients can you get done before the next check-in? Anything you want to add to that, Noah? Yeah, so um, setting the, the goal setting, uh, like you said, generally, um, especially if someone hasn't spoken in front of, group, of a group or done public speaking in the past, um, a lot of times, yeah, their body language isn't the most confident. Um, their idea of their goals sometimes isn't the most confident. Even if they could do it on their own, um, they might not be confident committing in front of a group. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's been awesome to see, um, especially like this last Focus 55, like night and day for almost every single person, yeah. the, the confidence they, they had at the end after completing or owning to themselves and to the group why they didn't complete their goals and learning so much about themselves. Um, so the body language uh, just reverse completely um, confident and the um, word choices and everything, it's cool to see at the end. But then um, on the goal setting as well, uh, yeah, getting, uh, it's, been, it's been super important and beneficial to make lofty yet tangible, you know, attainable goals instead of, oh, I, I might get one client this weekend. No, saying, I'm gonna get five clients to pay $1,000 this weekend. Yeah. And even if you make 20% of that goal, that's a crazy win. I mean, yeah. that could be one month of work right there, starting out. Yeah, I completely um, agree. And, and another thing that adds value to um, having those goals and coming up and announcing them is, you know, maybe you're doing something with Facebook ads and you may not know a lot about Facebook ads and maybe you have to find people that, that do um, in order to hit your goal. But also there could be somebody in the audience that knows a lot about Facebook ads and they can say, hey, you know, I can help you with this, 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 this. And then you can set up, they could set up a meeting to, to help them on whatever, you know, help them on, help them achieve their goal faster. And that's the, the beauty and just teamwork and, and the mastermind that's wrapped up in the Focus 55. And I, I'd like to get your feedback on this, Noah. Some of the first, first Focus 55s, this hadn't been done before, but you and I agreed to do it on the last Focus 55. And what we actually did is we had each person, once they found their goal, once they uh, chose a goal and it was approved by the group, each person then shook my hand or Noah's hand and we asked them the question, are you the type of person that we can trust that can follow through with this goal? And then they had to shake our hands and they say, yes or no, I will commit to finishing this goal. And what was the experience like for you, Noah, to have the people in the Focus 55 do that? I think it was extremely beneficial and, and a great idea that we should continue to do in all their next Focus 55s. And a big part of um, them stating their goal, like we kind of touched on earlier, is they had to st state it uh, confidently. So instead of, I'm gonna get this book written about Chiang Mai um, in 55 hours, maybe, I'm, I can do it. It's more, I am going to write this 200 page book and get all the structure and editing done mm -hmm. and submit it to my final publisher in the next 55 hours and yes I will do it and I'm the type of person that will do it just night night and day to see um, people yeah excited and and even the the vibe in the room of comp of uh, positivity that everyone else feeds off of once they see their peers 
committing to as much or more than they just committed to. Yeah, I think it really created a, an environment of excitement and nervousness at the same time, but a, a good, uh, exciting nervous nervousness for the group because they're getting ready to go into the Focus 55 and they have their goals and they know it's going to be a stretch for them, but they're really excited to work hard and make, them ha- make it happen. And um, it's like going to before you go to the big game or the championship game, you know, you're a little bit nervous um, and a little bit excited and you don't know what to expect, but you're going in with your team um, and you're going to go do something that uh, you really want to make yourself proud of. And I think that's kind of what happens when, when we did that for sure. So then one other thing that we did in this last Focus 55 is we asked the group about, we really focused on people following through with their commitments and being accountable. And we did an exercise in the Focus 55 where we talked about the difference between a person that keeps their word and a person that does not keep their word. Do you want to explain a bit about that, Noah? Yeah, so it was, it was nice this last time to make it a little more personal for the group, uh, especially because we'd all just went through a Focus 55 just two weeks before that. So that second time, uh, make personalizing it with, with each of us and to, to think and, and reach within ourselves uh, was awesome because it's, it's Focus 55, of course, is about getting real tangible business results and masterminding with other people and helping them break down their stuff and being accountable overall to others. But really, the, the growth that we see out of it um, from individuals is much much larger than than group or external like results so um this last time yeah yeah having everyone reach within themselves and see what kind of person they are what kind of person they'd like to be and how that how that focus 55 they just went through applies to them i think was really beneficial um it, it helps uh to, it helps to get motivated within ourselves um, instead of just out, outwardly and with these these goals and with others. Yeah, and we, we actually asked the group, you know, what what kind of individual does not keep their word? And they gave us the traits of that type of person. And we asked them what kind of individual keeps their word. Um, and then they gave us the traits of a person that follows through with their word. And we asked the group, do you want to be this type of person that doesn't keep their word or the type of person that does? And they obviously say they want to be the type of person that wants to keep their word. And Focus 55 essentially is an, an exercise on how well you can really keep your word. You know, you shake our, our hands and you say, uh, I'm going to commit. I'm the type of person that can follow through with this goal. And then we give you 55 hours to see if you really are or not, <laughs> which yes, is, yeah. is fun. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, on that same uh, front, uh, it's important for the, for these Focus 55s to not only keep your word, but but realize in that process it is going to be tough. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that um, I talked about a lot this last time, this last Focus 55, was that if you're not uncomfortable throughout the day and feel overwhelmed, then you are either a superhuman demigod or you are doing the focus 55 completely wrong because yeah it should make you uncomfortable it should um make you feel like you can't kind of do it and then once you do follow through i mean that is so much more powerful and the the 
who we want to be and can we keep our word exercise uh, truly sets in. Yeah, good point. So let's talk about some success stories about the Focus 55. Noah, you said you had a few you'd like to share. Yeah, so I guess one of the big motivations uh, for me, uh, especially just even after the first Focus 55, uh, just soon after the first Focus 55, during the weekend, people were getting sales. Uh, people had real new businesses set up, e-commerce stores, um, all sorts of stuff. And then over the next year, now now the last three years, uh, I've seen some huge success stories that just push me to want to spread this message and this idea of getting uh, true work done in a short amount of time mm-hmm. um, that I think, yeah, it would, it would benefit the entrepreneur community uh as a whole. So uh, some of the big success stories that keep me motivated are these Teespring guys. So a, a few guys uh, like like Derek Pankow or Patrick Sheik or, or Dave Huss, for example, made a multi six-figure Teespring businesses uh, from uh, Focus 55s we had in Saigon. I think that one was two and a half years ago. And they sustained themselves up through now with really, really great money and, and uh, kind of built up all three of their entrepreneur war chests. So now they're go- moving on to bigger and better, more uh, tangible businesses. Um, but it's awesome to see those three kind of too, because they um, are an example of making a small mastermind apart from Focus 55, where they kept their niche that they, they went into um, and, and made a co- kind of a mastermind uh, around that themselves. And then um, others, uh, honorable mentions are uh, Brian Kwong. Uh, he does the Add One Challenge, which is a 90-day intensive uh, language learning uh, kind of a accountability group and structure. Mm-hmm. And back, back then, um, roughly two and a half years ago, he went through a Focus 55 in Saigon. And back then, he had run one or two of these add one challenges people found a lot of benefit in it he was getting a lot of traction not charging any money um the structure was all kind of off he wasn't very motivated with it um as a business uh from a business standpoint and to see him transform in the weekend at at the end of the weekend he had a tangible plan and offering of what what the add one challenge truly is and now, at end of 2016, it is a multi-six-figure business that's helping thousands of language learners uh, like upgrade their, their language learning speed. Um, who else? Uh, we have uh, Camille Kaminsky, who this last Focus 55 in November 2016 uh, started contentmarketingdoneforyou.com and got over $2,000 prepaid from his first clients in that. And he came into the weekend kind of having an idea of making some blog posts for, um, for people. And he came out of the weekend with multiple clients prepaid with a full idea and, and offering and even um, like validated interview structures of how he's going to uh, get the uh, customer avatar out of the client and, and write fully in the client's voice and almost a, a full done-for-you ghostwriting service that is is made to generate leads and buzz for your business and not just random business topics. Um, so yeah, Camille Kaminsky, huge, amazing job uh, getting content marketing done-for-you.com up. Can I add something to that, Noah? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Camille definitely deserves a little hard time 
right here, and I'm going to tell a bit more of his story. So Camille actually came into the Focus 55, and we, of course, encouraged setting SMART goals. And so I, I think he set a goal right to talk to three or four clients to have sales calls with them. And he said, but I'm not going to say that I'm going to commit to those calls because I'm not, I do not have control of having those calls with those people. And this is the point where Noah and I were like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, what do you, what do you mean? And he's like, no, I don't have control to have four calls. I can like do everything else to set it up. Uh, how did he say it specifically? Do you remember, Noah? He said, um, it's, it's up to external influences and not me. Yeah. Um, and in, he even applied that to um, uh, like building an email list where it's up to visitors. Someone else had mentioned it as the uh, misguiding their goal earlier, I think, where they said, I can't um, influence the amount of email signups I have when I make this. So it's not, I shouldn't make a goal about it. And Noah and I cut him off there. And I think because both of us subscribe to the mentality of, you know, we're accountable for everything that we have in our lives, period, bottom line. And so I said, you know, if, if your mom was going to die at the end of Focus 55 and you had, without a doubt, it, you could save her life uh, by getting these calls done, could you get it done? And he kind of stopped at that point and thought about it for a moment. But then he wasn't quite enrolled in the idea. But eventually, I don't know how we got him to commit to it did he even actually commit to having the calls i believe he did commit i i told him to make a um if i remember correctly we could we could go back and look at the goal sheet but um to make a, a monetary like goal and try to get I, it might have even been two thousand dollars in payments um and he he did go along with these these tangible goals um during the goal setting session but then it was cool to see him truly transform after day one and get more confidence and really have his offering for the for the clients, you know, into day two. And then him closing those sales. Yeah. Um, I believe he closed the sale at the end of day one. And then he pushed really hard and closed that second sale by the end, which yeah. was powerful to see. Yeah. yeah. And he it was cool because when he was still when he was setting his goal, he was really having a hard time getting over the idea that he had control of, he was accountable for all his results and he had control of that. And so he actually had to leave the room because I think he was a bit frustrated because even the group was kind of saying, Camille, you're wrong. And he, he left the room and he came back, I think in 10 or 15 minutes and then he had his goal and then he was willing to say it and shake your hand and said, yeah, I will follow through this. But then what happened during the next 55 hours was awesome because he reached out to the people in the group and he met with Alex. Uh, he met with myself and some other people during the Focus 55 that could help him on specific things to hit his goal. He had a, a sales conversation with Alex and myself and he actually got one of the calls set up and um, he said, Chris, can you sit me, sit down with me and go through my sales script? I know you, you have some experience there. And I said, yeah, perfect. And so two hours before his call, I sat down with him and he had a sales script, which was okay. It wasn't that great. It was just okay. And I pointed out a few different spots where he needed to change it and he needed to be 
more direct and impactful in his communication. And I also told him um, after he asked these questions not to respond, just to put the ball into the client's court and let them respond and give you feedback. And so we walked through his sales script and then he went and had that call and boom, he he got his first sale. And then the next day he went in and he used that same sales script and he went in and had the call with the second client, boom. And then he was done. He hit 100% of his goal. Yeah, that, that was so amazing to see his development from moment one that he was up there uh, at the beginning to the end. I mean, he, he definitely surpassed all of us in that Focus 55. Yeah. With, yeah. With completion. Yeah, it was really cool. All right. Any other success stories you want to hear or talk about, Noah? Uh, just a, a few more quick ones. Uh, like uh, a huge success story from this uh, is Brandon Nolte, uh, who has a CBD oil website, um, which helps many, many people with uh, chronic pain and, and various things with all alternative medicine. And he started that at, one, I think it was the second Focus 55, so just under three years ago. Um, he, he started, no, it was the first Focus 55, uh, which is actually super awesome because it came out of the first one. Now, since then, three years ago, it's a uh, seven-figure business, and he's spoken at conferences like Dynamite Circle Bangkok, and he's one of the top sites in this niche. Uh, and it was great to see him uh, start out because he had this idea to be the go-to resource for content about CBD oil and how to the types and strains and how to purchase it and how to apply it to different uh, medical issues and things. And now he is the go-to resource for this. So super motivating to see Brandon Nolte. And then Alexis Shields, who is a natu naturopathic doctor, um, she was doing uh, consulting and uh, different online um, things as a naturopathic doctor before Focus 55. Uh, but then she she really went went through a Focus 55, got her business ideas and structure set up, um, really got her website robust, and now she's she's making a great great living and helping mostly digital nomads and location independent entrepreneurs uh, with their health and in kind of the future of what I see as the future of healthcare. And yeah, so. Uh, with with these success stories, um, I'd like to touch on uh, how failure works and why it's so important in a in a Focus Fifty Five weekend. Can can um, I can I say something before we go there, Noah? Yes, yes. I'm actually learning a lot from this conversation because um, I didn't know Brandon and Dave and Derek and and Patrick had all done the Focus Fifty Fives before, and these are also friends of mine, uh, mutual friends of mine and Noah's. But Brandon actually stayed in the Entrepreneur House in the summer of 2015. Um, and I know his business pretty well, but I did had no idea that it started from a Focus 55. And that's, that's really awesome. And that kind of shows you the impact of kind of these Focus 55s and, and how they spread. And so we'll put links up to all these people uh, for their business and their their websites so you guys can kind of check out what they have going on and yeah so go ahead noah uh so on the failed projects and uh ideas that come out of focus 55s or don't actually make it out to the end of focus 55s um that's a huge part of this this type of intensive mastermind push um is 
and excuse me, mom, pardon my French, but to move fast and break shit. And uh, the original quote, I forget who said it, um, a famous entrepreneur, it's move fast and break things. And that, that to me, that means get the idea out there as fast as you can and either validate or fail fast. Because uh, again, back to the um, get one month of work done in a weekend um, kind of mentality with Focus 55, um, you could spend a whole month or six months or a year trying to set up a business, kind of focusing on the wrong things and not getting any traction and only to realize in those maybe six months that it's a failing business idea. So I've seen some powerful failures come out of Focus 55 where people were, I mean, going to make it their 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 business for the next few years, um, these ideas, and realizing that, that they couldn't validate the idea or um, – getting some traction and setting a uh, failure goal by not a goal to fail, but a goal to move on if they couldn't get a certain amount of sales or a certain amount of traction within the next month or six months. So that's another powerful thing. It can really validate or invalidate ideas quickly. And um, it's, yeah, that, that's a huge part of productivity for an entrepreneur to focus on the right things. Good point, man. I actually hadn't even thought about that spin on things like uh, successful failures or or um, people like moving past things in that point of view so yeah thanks for adding that well we're almost at 40 minutes Noah talking about Focus 55 yeah <laughs> anything else you want to add buddy before we kind of close things up um, I'd just like to touch on how the, the what I see as the future of Focus 55 mm-hmm and I, my original idea was to do it for myself to go through Focus 55s, but then just my, my entrepreneur network of friends. Um, I have a great trusted network of, of solid entrepreneur friends, and I, I love seeing them succeed and kind of move fast. And, and it's, it's fascinating to see the, the trajectory um, many of us are on. And so I, I was originally doing it just to keep myself motivated and to just get, give a resource for others. Um, again, I really, really um, appreciate uh, seeing others succeed. Um, and I kind of made it a, a grassroots effort and told other people to run them and, and all sorts of things. But now bringing it back to me as a founder running it or you, Chris, who's worked closely with me uh, on Folks 55s and running them, um, I think uh, bringing it to the next level um, can be really helpful instead of just having people run them um, with my basic structure on a whim. So some, some ideas uh, for the future of Focus 55 is taking all the feedback from attendees, which I've done every single Focus 55, I have a attendee feedback survey, and really applying it and making a pros and cons list of the different ideas, whether it be goal setting times or... Uh, different uh, structures for the group. So yeah, that's some, some things coming. Yeah, let me know if you'd agree with this, but bottom line, solid accountability is what each Focus 55 needs for success. Commitment and accountability, would you agree? Uh, yes, I, I agree. Um, it's accountability, um, however, whatever, whichever works best for the, the individual person. But if three people are doing a Focus 55, it might help for each of them to write publicly 
on their own, you know, Facebook wall, hey, here's what I'm doing. And because um, that, that can help a lot more than just three people instead of, you know, if you have a group of 15 people at Focus 55, it, you can kind of keep it in-house uh, if you'd like with your goals because you have so much accountability. Another thing that uh, I see is important in future Focus 55s is uh, having someone experience like me uh, as the experience in entrepreneurship, uh, like me, for example, or Chris or um, somebody else who's truly been around the block um, online to lead the group in advising and giving feedback because it's it's interesting to see how the mind hive works when one person raises their hand immediately and gives feedback. It kind of spurs other people to to try to give their own feedback. And whoever is running a Focus 55 to really, really be hard on the the goal setting and and make it make sure it's tangible and and make sure it's feasible in the weekend too. Um, so I think that's really important to have someone somewhat experienced running it. There's a great quote that a friend of mine wrote that would be perfect to kind of add to this, and it's from Manish Sethi. He's the founder of Pavlock, the Pavlock bracelets. Yeah, yes. if, if you add a social element to the work that you do and the goals that you set, you will become immensely more productive. Literally, your productivity will skyrocket. And that's kind of the point you were saying of putting your goals, in a fo- whether it's a Focus 55 or not, but putting your goals up on Facebook so people see them. And then, then you actually kind of, your mind shifts a little bit because you think to yourself, okay, like I don't want to be the person that, that just blast out goals on Facebook and doesn't actually follow through with them because then your friends and your peers see that you're not the type of person that can kind of follow through with what you say you're going to do and so your mind shifts and it actually makes you more focused and productive when you uh, put those goals out there like that okay you guys the entrepreneur house has a list of focus 55s that we're going to do in different cities around the world for 2017 in February, we're going to do one in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. In March, we're going to do one in Austin, Texas. So y'all entrepreneurs in Texas, are you ready for a Focus 55? Get ready because we will be down your way. And then in April, we will have one in Barcelona. I believe another one in March or June in Barcelona. Another one in August in Barcelona. And we're going to have one in the United States in July sometime. We don't know the exact dates. And then September in Bangkok. And, of course, we do two um, Focus 55s in the Entrepreneur House in Chiang Mai for 2017. So we have a lot of events and Focus 55s coming up. And if you guys are ready to join the Focus 55 movement hop on or or reach out to us. You can find us at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And if you have any questions, we can answer there. Thank you, listeners, for coming on to another great podcast. Noah, I have to thank you, honestly, man, so much for not only letting us use this idea, but inspiring entrepreneurs coming up with this idea of Focus 55 and continuing to work at it and help other entrepreneurs grow. And um, thanks, Noah, for coming up to two of our Focus 55s. It was really great to have you around. I know the, the members just absolutely loved you. And Noah, would you like to tell the listeners where they can find you at if they want to reach out to you? 
Yeah, so there's for the Focus 55, there's uh, just the basic Facebook page, which is the Focus 55. And that's going to be updated a lot more coming into 2017, not only with Chris's Entrepreneur House Focus 55s, but then uh, the, the other Focus 55s that we'll be running um, in Southeast Asia and in uh, Europe. And also, uh, my, my personal blog is uh, neverton.net and n-e-v-e-r-t-o-n.net and i'll be posting a lot more uh ideas about folks 55 entrepreneurship and digital nomadism in the next few months that's where you can find me right on reach out with anything um including if you'd like any help with anything ever i really 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 like seeing people succeed and helping yeah it's been said one of the most selfless acts that you can do is to create something and then give it away and no I think that's really something that you've done with the focus 55 is create something that you really care about that empowers people and, and helps them grow their business and you just kind of give it to others to let them run with it and see what they can create with it and so thank you for that that's amazing man so we'll wrap up there listeners Noah again thank you and we'll sign off until next week and see you all later thank you the Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for those that are in the Entrepreneur House, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year we have three different events, a three-day productivity weekend in different cities all around the world, a two-week all-inclusive retreat for entrepreneurs with six-figure businesses. This will be full of workshops, masterminds, and adventure. Then a four-week event in Chiang Mai, Thailand for established entrepreneurs, also full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. These events will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested in have some questions be sure to contact us through the entrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact we will respond as soon as possible for now saludos from somewhere in the world Cool. All right. You ready, my friend? Uh, yes. You want to do some jumping jacks or like three I'm excited or... Uh, What's an I'm excited? It's where you just, you jump up and okay. as high as you can and you throw okay. your legs and your arms around and you say, I'm excited three times at the top of your lungs. Okay. Um... All right, I have an audience here, so... Okay, cool. <laughs> In your room? <laughs> you have audience in your room? I'm excited! I'm excited! I'm excited! Nice! I'm this by this guy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs>
Who's your audience, Noah? Um, our awesome maid, Nini. Oh, nice. What'd she think about you when you did this? She thinks I'm crazy. Yeah, I that's, think. that's okay. I think I'm crazy. She says... <laughs> she, she, yeah, she thinks I'm a little crazy. Crazy, <laughs> crazy for wrong. Yeah, exactly, but that's all right. That's, uh, that's accurate. Cool.